0: Separate your company from the competition? Is what you think separates your company what your customers would say? How about potential clients you're in contact with? What would they say Separate you? Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVamp. My name is Paul Chelsea. I host Air Vent Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert Seminars, offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. In a recent survey of residential roofing professionals, we asked, "What separates you from your competition?" Responses varied from superior customer service, longevity in the industry, and we never stop learning. One response caught our attention a little extra. We develop relationships with customers. That was said by Stan Robinson, owner of Pacific West Roofing in Hubbard, Oregon. And Stan is our guest today. Welcome to the show, Stan. Hey, Paul. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Stan. Appreciate your time today. Stan, I'm going to go by memory. I think we first met. Maybe over a decade ago, possibly a little bit longer. Oh, at much, the Air longer Vent... much, much, much longer, longer ago. Much longer 20 oh, years, man. my friend. Is it 20? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that the Air Vent Seminar in Portland? Probably, yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So Stan is a regular participant in the Air Vent Seminar, and he constantly, on a regular basis, shares with us tips and pointers, not only to help fellow roofing professionals, but also to help homeowners who are purchasing roofs. And I want to thank you, Stan, for always sharing with us. Thank you. My pleasure. So, Stan, what you actually said in response to the survey that we did a short while ago was the following. We go above and beyond the competition and develop relationships with customers. And that was in response to what separates you from your competition. What do you mean by relationships, Stan? And
1: how are they developed? Boy, Um, I think really is the fact that we're just regular human beings helping regular human beings. And, you know, the fact that I happen to know how to do roofing, I'm going to help them with that problem. They might know how to solve another problem that I have with some other thing that they're professional in. So all I'm saying to them is, look, I'm going to come alongside you. I'm going to point out the problems. I'm going to show you a solution to the problem, and we end up being friends for life. I mean, that's it. We've got customers that we've re-roofed their house for the last 40 years. The very first roof we put on in 1980, their grandchild lives in that house, and when we replaced it in 2017, they were there. So we've, we've literally, we've roofed people's houses. One family I know, we've roofed four different houses. They just keep going. They don't even ask me for a bid. They just hand me the keys to the house. Wow, it's great. And that's just people because we've known them all of our lives. I started when I was 20. I'm 62 now. So we've we've been helping families and their kids and their grandkids for decades. And once you establish that relationship, you build the unbreakable trust. And once that trust is developed, there's no stopping
0: it. They're just going to funnel work to you. I like those words, Stan. Unbreakable trust. That's strong. Yes. I like that. So, Stan, you got generations at your hands. Absolutely. You're, You're helping family generations of families. Yes, it's been great. We've and and
1: families that I went through high school with, grade school with, and then now their kids and their parents. I mean, we have. It just never ends. And. You know, we get referrals. Most of about 68 percent of our work is just referral work from other people that have already done work or family members that are referring family members.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Stan, yeah. do, you, do you recall, was that kind of your mindset pretty early on? This approach? No, it's just my personality. It's who I am.
1: It's not it wasn't a plan. It was just, look, I'm going to treat you like I want to be treated I'm going to tell you that one of our lines of our purpose statement is we give people the bold truth about what to expect and what they need. We don't mince words. We don't, we don't gray it over. It's black and white. Here's the problem. Here's the solution. You could do this other solution, but it's not going to be satisfactory and it's not going to give you the results you're looking
0: for. So we just tell it like it is you just used the words purpose statement. Is that that what it was, a purpose statement? Is that an internal? That was the middle verse. I have three. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's awesome.
1: (laughs) I like the bold truth. We're going to give you the bold truth. truth. It's not just the truth because you can whitewash truth. It's the bold truth. It's the truth beyond shadow of a doubt. And it's just being honest. All you're doing is being honest. If they don't want the solution, That's fine. At least I told them. And now they have an educated information to make a decision based on the information they've gotten. And they can go and collaborate that against or compare it to whoever
0: else they want to. Sure. 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 Yeah. Stan, if I may, I I think I know how you're going to answer this, but for our listeners, what's the opposite of developing a relationship? Because I still need a roof. (laughs) I I still need a roof and we, we might have a transaction What's the opposite of a relationship not being built? Well, I mean, if, if people
1: are just what I call uh, proposal slingers, they they go in, they measure the roof, they email the guy and never call him again. Well, that's not going to build any kind of relationship and you're not going to develop any kind of trust. So what's the point? Why are you just I mean, if you're just out there shotgunning numbers at people, that doesn't make relationships. Relationships are when. You end up inviting those people over for dinner, and they come to dinner. <laughs> those are the kind of relationships I'm talking about.
0: Sure. It's impressive, Stan, and obviously it's working for you.
1: Well, it's not hard to do. I, I mean, for me, for my personality, it's very easy because I'm just a very personable guy. I like, I like to develop relationships with people. There isn't very many people who don't know me, even on a national scale, because I'm on the board of Western States, which, you know, it's 11 states. We've got, or 15, I can't remember now. Um, but, you know, I know people all over the country. And sure. so, but, you know, in the Portland area, we're pretty well known. We've been around 41 years and uh, we just continue to grow based on just giving people the bold truth and showing up in integrity every day. Sure, sure. Which is the first line of our of our purpose statement.
0: Do you, do you happen to know your purpose statement by heart? Can I hear it By real heart,
1: way? by heart. We- yeah. Uh, we show up in integrity every day. We give people the bold truth about what to expect and what they need. And we uh, we envision a world where faith in a contractor is restored and true partnerships can begin.
0: I like it, Stan. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Everybody should memorize their purpose statement. Otherwise,
0: what's the purpose? Slinging proposals. right. Right. Hey, Stan, I'd like to share with our listeners, with your help, some other responses that we received to that survey about what separates you. And if sure. you feel comfortable, comment from your own perspective on, on these uh, tips that we received sure. or reasons, I guess, is more accurate. So what separates you from your competition? One response came back. Professionalism separates us from our competition. Now, Stan, honestly, as I read, you know, so as these survey responses came back and I'm reviewing them, uh, I'm thinking to myself, well, shouldn't professionalism be commonplace in the industry? Automatic. But, but maybe it's not. May- maybe it's not. And that separates. So, so, so somebody's been professional. Somebody else hasn't is my take on that.
1: Right. Uh, I can't imagine anything but being professional. But but it's everybody's perception of what professional is. Right. So my level of professionalism is I observe others being professional, and I, and I, I try to duplicate that. Uh, if you haven't been in front of people who are professional, I guess you don't have a good example.
0: Good point. Good point.
1: And thus, you're not coming across as professional. No, no and I'm not going to mock the guy for he's on his journey. He's right. Just, he's just not there yet. Right. Right. He can get there.
0: He yeah. or she can get there. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Stan, here's another one that came in from the survey. What separates you from your competition? Our customer service, and our knowledge of the roof and its components. Now, now Stan, I'm not trying to be silly here, but again, as we read these, I, I, I just thought, well, if you have a roofing business, wouldn't you know the roof components inside and out? You sure should.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, again, if you don't, well, and not everybody has full knowledge of all of the components. Because I can tell you right now, just in ventilation alone, I'd say 80% of the contractors I go up against have do not understand a balanced ventilation system. And so it's so easy for us to outsell them because nailing on a shingle and putting in a vent is one thing, knowing how to spread the vents, where to locate them, how to balance the amount of intake and output. That is key and it's what sets us apart when we're out selling roofing projects. So you should have a good understanding of all the roofing products and not just the ones you use. You should have knowledge of the ones you
0: don't use and why. Thank you, Stan. Stan, the next, the next survey response is about continuing education. This yeah. gentleman used sharpening the axe. I'm always sharpening the axe. Now, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of continuous education. We're we're having this podcast right now. We we do the seminars, but I'm going to play devil's advocate with you if you don't mind, Stan. Sure. Uh, I'm the homeowner now, but I'm speaking for the homeowner. Okay, Paul's Roofing in Dallas, Texas pursues continuous education. How's that benefit the homeowner? How does the homeowner even know about that? I, I'm being a little bit facetious, but sure. But could, well, you, could, could you step in for that? Sure. So, so, Paul's roofing goes
1: to educate himself to find out what are the new products on the horizon? What new technology has been developed? What new shingles are out there? What new ventilation products are out there? What, what is new in the industry and why aren't you at the tip of the spear? of what's going on in the industry. Because if you're not, your competition is, and that means you're in the back of the caboose.
0: Okay. And that's why it matters to the homeowner in the end.
1: You bet, because why would they want technology from 15 or 20 years ago? Because that's what we've always done. Doesn't mean it's the right choice. Somebody said to me the other day, I was at a a job where We re-roofed it three years ago, and the neighbor said, hey, neighbor, they forgot to shingle a section of your roof. So I went over there, and I'm like, this can't be. It's not leaking. What's going on? I go over there, and it's an area where we put single-ply PVC membrane down because it was low slope, and it was the right product. He said, well, it was shingled at new construction. And I asked the homeowner, I said, because it was shingled at new construction, does that make it right? Or wrong or better or worse and he just bit his lip and i said we took the shingles out of the low slope because by the way that's the reason you called us because that was where the area that was leaking
0: right we
1: I put see. the right product in the second time because the new construction guys didn't have knowledge of using the right product in the right spot so there you go yes new new construction does not does not um
0: create the truth of what's the best for that job right right it could vary project to project sure and you have to be Quar- on top of that quality level of the builder everything Correct. about that yeah stand the next response is about longevity <clears throat> one of the survey responses is what separates us from the competition longevity Being in business for decades and decades separates us from the competition. And and one responder, Sutton's Home Improvement, 70 years, family-owned and operated. Stan, Um, your your, your company, 41 years. Right. That's that's fantastic. So I imagine, Stan, longevity communicates to the homeowner, reassurance. This company must know what they're doing. They've they've, They've been at it for a while. But, Stan, somebody... Somebody has to. A new company has to start from scratch at some point. Sure. So they're not. So they're not going to have that longevity. And as they're building that longevity, they can maybe be focusing on some of the things we've already talked about: the professionalism, the knowledge, continuous education, and hopefully all along, they're building the longevity along the way. Sure. Yeah. And building and being a certified
1: contractor with certain manufacturers is always a good point. And and that continued ed. Continuing education and being a certified applicator with the certain manufacturers, that's going to build credibility. And maybe they've been roofing for 10 years, but they've only been in business for five. But at least they've got 10 years of experience in the industry. They may not have owned their own company, but now is the time that they've developed that business.
0: Sure, sure. Stay, I'm going to put you on the spot. You didn't know I was going to ask you this, but do you want to expand a little bit for our listener uh, beyond the relationships that you build that separate you? You've already touched upon a little bit, the ventilation aspect or did, did oh, you yeah. want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I do. And honestly,
1: Paul, it, it's, it's the education that we've received over the last two decades through AirVent and through the classes that we've taken. I had, I think I had eight or nine people in my company last year or the last time we attended a class, I think it was in 2019. And we had, eight or nine people in that class, including office staff. Not even people are in the field, but so that they could understand the terminology and they'd understand the process that we go through to sell it. But it is, I'm telling you, it is, and in the Northwest, I mean, I'm in the wetlands. I mean, Oregon, Portland, we're soaking wet. Right now, I'm looking out at rain. We had rain all day yesterday. We've got forecasted rain for the next gajillion years, but, but the bottom line, bottom line is, we have, we have cold, but we're not real cold. We're damp, and we're in a valley between a coastal range and a, the Pacific uh, Mountain Range. So you've got, we have a valley where mold and algae and and uh, moss grow on a rolling stone. So <clears throat> if you do not move air in our world, you're going to be in trouble. Whether it's heat exhaustion from the plywood. Or whether it's algae or mold growth on—not algae, mold growth on the inside of the attic, at the low points of the attic. I've got a thousand pictures that I could send, and I have sent you. Yes, um, along the bottom of the plywood where it gets black at the bottom, and it slowly gets lighter gray. Sometimes we get white, we get gray, we get all kinds of brands of mold. But bottom line is, it eats plywood, and it costs. I don't. I can tell you right now that there isn't a job. I get one out of maybe 40, 30 or 40 jobs that doesn't need any plywood replaced. Most of the time, it's half the plywood or all because they improperly vented the attic. And we've gone back to jobs that are 15, 20 years old that we vented properly. And they are clean, like brand new plywood. So I'm telling you, it it, it is what sets us apart. And I'm telling you, I can go to those air vent seminars and I can look at those guys walking in and they're like deer in the headlights. They don't know what's coming or going. And I just pray to God that someday they get it because it is what really sets us apart. And I'm telling you, I can't say how much I appreciate that and what we've learned because if we had not, we would not be miles ahead. I I've got roofing contractors, friends that I know that said, if I wasn't in the roofing industry, you'd be doing my house because they know that we know how to do it. What a compliment Stan. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys are, another very well-respected company that i like but they said that they said man i tell you if we knew if we could have done it differently we would have a long time but they just they just won't turn that corner and i'm happy to say that we're still one of the few out there that really know what they're doing i see it going on all the time uh they got you've got uh edge vent spaced apart too far apart And there's dead spaces. And I'm telling you, it's all about the balance of intake and the balance of exhaust. And not just balance, but spacing.
0: Yes. For our listeners, the edge vent is a type of intake vent. And you want that continuous for continuous airflow. Stan, thank you for the kind words about the air vent seminar. You know, one of the reasons the seminar is well received and valuable to roofing professionals is input from you folks like you, Stan. Right. I send you pictures all the time. You do. No, I mean it, Stan. You do. Thank you for that. And the the seminar really has become a collection of field-provided information that we've bundled into a two-hour package. And thank you, Stan. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you find it helpful. And, And thanks for sharing that very much. You bet. Hey, Stan, as we kind of wrap things up a little bit and wind down this episode, is there anything You'd like to add either about separating yourself or or anything on your mind you want to share for our listeners. Um, I'd like you to change the weather
1: forecast for the next two weeks. But <laughs> I <laughs> would have <laughs> Boy, I tell you, just stop this rain. Um, <clears throat> well, really, um, anybody out there, and I'm, and I'm talking to the guys who are newer, like five years, ten years in. You really need to find that niche that separates you from XYZ roofing company. And otherwise, you're just vanilla pudding thrown into into a bucket of vanilla pudding, and nobody's going to be able to tell you apart from the other guy. And I tell you what, I will never be a vanilla roofer. And I'm telling you right now, I name my, my competition. I say, oh, they're vanilla because they have no flavor, and they have nothing to separate themselves apart. So- I will be strawberry, I'll be chocolate, but I'll never be vanilla.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bold truth right there, Stan. Bold truth. I love it, I love it, Stan. (laughs) Stan, I wanna take a minute to thank everyone who participated in our survey, including the few responses that we shared uh, in our conversation today. Greg Pike, Campo Roofing in Twinsburg, Ohio. Max Bumgardner, Sutton's Home Improvement in Springfield, Illinois. Trevor Atwell, Atwell Exterior Services in Greenville, North Carolina, and Tom Pika, All-in-One Home Improvements in Oswego, Illinois. Stan, I want to thank you very much for being a guest today and really appreciate our long uh, relationship and friendship and partnership, too, because you share with us a lot. Sorry that I didn't know it was 20 years in the making. 20 years. 20 years. That's awesome. You are five pounds skinnier. (laughs) I believe it (laughs) Stan on behalf of AirVan the industry and homeowners thank you very much for your time you're welcome very much there are a lot of residential roofing companies out there make decisions today that help separate yourself tomorrow and not be vanilla well that wraps up this episode please leave a review on YouTube or iTunes if you'd like And be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day, like Stan was a guest today. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com. You can also reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And please come back for more Airing It Out with AirVent. I'm Paul Chelsea. Thanks for listening.